There's a new plan for Thunder over Louisville. We'll talk about that plus more on the Access Louisville podcast. That's coming up next. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Marty Finley. How's it going? Jason Thomas. Good to be here. And as always, Haley Cop. <laughs> Hi there. Haley's become a regular on this show. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Each week, we bring you the latest news and plenty of sharp opinions on what's going on in Louisville, Kentucky. We'll get right into it here this week and talk about Thunder over Louisville. There's kind of been this question of what they were going to do considering the coronavirus. You don't want, you know, tens of thousands of people gathered on the Ohio River like we usually have in a normal year. It got canceled last year. And then we heard earlier this year that uh, it was going to come back in a different form. So, Marty, you just got the details on that form. I guess what's the plan? Yeah, so they... uh they had a press conference yesterday to kind of walk us through the plan. And um, we knew they were going to do it at various locations. We just didn't know how many or where we still don't know exactly where, but you know, the plan is to basically do the fireworks show from five different undisclosed locations. So they've been each direction, the East, West, North, South of Louisville. And then uh, there's also going to be a location somewhere in Southern Indiana. Uh, The reason they're not disclosing it is because they're worried that if people know where they are, they'll crowd and then, you know, create a bad situation. And Mason said yesterday, if, if there is crowding, because there is some concern this week ahead of April 17th, that, mm-hmm. you know, they were basically begging people not to, not to crowd because if they do, they'll have to uh, shut down that location. So, um, you know, hopefully, you know, that yeah. it works out, but uh, yeah, I feel like it's going to leak before April 17th <laughs> because there's simply too many people involved and putting mm-hmm. it together for it not to and leak. And it'll get on social media. And, just and I think like they know that. They said it'll be bit, <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Matt Gibson, the uh, Derby Festival CEO, said it'll probably end up being the worst kept secret in Louisville <laughs> by the time Thunder goes off. Yeah. But he's he's hoping he's appealing to everyone's um, you know better impulses to not uh, to not come out in large groups. So we'll see how it works out. You know, um, I'm kind of hoping, as I live in Southern Indiana, that the location is close enough I can watch it in my backyard. So yeah, I like this idea. I, I think it's cool they're doing five different locations and. Uh, the surprise factor is even better. I hope it's near my house. So uh, it probably won't be. I kind of live far away, uh, but, uh, or far away from, uh, I mean, I live in town, but I don't live in a big population center. I would imagine if they were going East Louisville, they would go St. Matthews, but um, I guess it could be farther out. Uh, not to be, sorry, not to be ahead. the not to be the party pooper of the bunch. Um, I like fireworks just as much as the next person, but I think like the surprise factor could be like bad for people who have PTSD. That's um, true. And you don't know if pets. they're going to, yeah. And yeah, pets. it's going to be bad for pets too. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, it'll be bad for pets either way. Yeah. But I didn't think about the PTSD. That is a, uh, that's interesting. And I I'm friends with several military veterans who like complain every 4th of July about just, you know, you can't, you can't escape it unless you leave the country because everyone's setting off fireworks in their backyard. But um, that's true. Uh, Fourth of July around my house, it's just four, four or five days of just pops and crackles <laughs> off yeah. in the distance. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, that is a good point. 
Um, I think it's, I guess I just like the idea because, uh, it brings it to people rather than, uh, than one centralized place. Mm-hmm. Um, but, uh, let's see here. This is sort of similar, Marty. I know you didn't write about the, the, uh, um, the Derby festival parade, uh, but this is kind of what they're trying to do with it too. Like take it to people, right? Yeah. So, you know, normally the pace parade goes down main or Broadway, mm-hmm. um, and it's all kind of contained on one day well the plan this year is to actually break it up over two days april 10th and 11th and they're going to take it out into the neighborhoods um so the the actual parade route will be over 60 miles and they'll be in 35 neighborhoods or more so yeah it, uh, i know our editor shay had said yesterday that he loved the that idea and would actually be cool for them to keep that format for the parade so yeah you know i'm kind of interested in that as well i think that'll be a, a pretty interesting um new format for the parade uh, and those routes, I think, will be disclosed, um, but we don't have those yet. But because yeah. there'll be so many, but um, yeah, they're you know they're kind of getting creative with, um, but you know, being able to bring all the spectacle of Derby Festival without you know the giant crowds to go with it. Yeah, um, I think I, I kind of think I like that format better too. And I'm not a parade person. I, I, I don't think I've ever gone to the Pegasus Parade. That's probably a, a shame confession there, but uh, I just don't think parades are very exciting. <laughs> so uh, I went to the Christmas parade in Bardstown where I grew up. I went to that uh, several times, but uh, just uh, not not much on those. So uh, I think this is a cool way to break it up. And maybe I, my problem with parades, I think they're boring. So maybe it'll be less boring because it'll be shorter <laughs> if it goes through like... Um, it's only boring if you're not going to get candy. <laughs> get out there with the kids and pick it up. <laughs> exactly. Um, Curious about the logistics for all this, you know, getting all yeah. the moving parts and all these places and I don't know how they're going to pull that off, but yeah. kudos to them yeah, for doing something different and bringing it to the people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, there was a joke. There was this comedian um, named Mitch Hedberg back in the 2000s-ish or something. And, uh, he said, if he, I think he passed away, sadly, he was really funny. Um, but, uh, he said, if you ever get bored at a parade, just run in the direction that (laughs) it's coming from and that fast forwards. So, uh, (laughs) so yeah, good advice there. If you get bored at parades, um, any, uh, are you guys much on thunder? Do you have any thunder memories you want to share? Jason, have you been to a few thunder? Yeah. Definitely. Uh, gosh, I had this awesome apartment in downtown or in Jeffersonville, right on the river, right next to the uh, nice. Fort Bridge, man. Oh, it was so nice. Uh, you talk about people watching, though. It was great just sitting there watching people walk around. But um, man, yeah, it was a great perspective for the fireworks right there by the walking bridge, just really right from my porch. So yeah, who doesn't love fireworks, right? And I love the... Um, I love the air show, man. Just the the fighter jets and the mm-hmm. the, the, the loud roar of those and watch. I, I like watching them practice a couple of days before, you know, going down mm-hmm. the river and just, just. That's a nice perk practice. of working downtown. You can, yeah. like, you can watch them practice for a few days mm-hmm. before the show. Of course, it sounds kind of crazy, but. <laughs> I, think, I think every plane in the air show goes over my house at some point in Jeffersonville. <laughs> uh, during on day. the show for you. <laughs> so yeah, I can watch it from my backyard if I'd like. So yeah, it's just cool to see, I think. Um, Thunder over Louisville. I wrote one of my favorite leads of all time. I was interviewing this, uh, I was worked in news and tribune over in Jeff 
and I was interviewing um, somebody who lived on Riverside Drive over there and hated Dunder and they were salty because like drunk people would be stumbling through their lawns and stuff like that. <laughs> so I came up with the lead. Give me your tired, your sweaty, your shirtless, yearning to breathe smoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's and, awesome. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, uh, I think it got a few chuckles. So uh, <laughs> it's once a year they can live with it. <laughs> yeah, but I do. I like I like fireworks. Um, I, I enjoy watching them. Sometimes thunder isn't worth the uh, the traffic investment uh, and that sort of thing. But if you can get tickets at say uh, one of the parties in in one of the uh, office buildings down here, or uh, at, uh, at um, the uh, stadium there, Louisville Slugger Field, like that's a good way to watch it. You're in a contained area. There's food. There's bathrooms that aren't porta potties. Uh, so there's ways to watch Thunder. I think the uh, Yum Center has a couple of parties. Uh, you know, usually I think different groups rent out parts of the Yum Center to have uh, parties there during Thunder. You know, that can't take place this year. But there's there's ways to watch Thunder that are better than others. I think I only once did the uh, go there all day wait and uh watch the show um and that's that's a little too much for me especially at my age i'm like uh i'm just too tired by the end of the day uh and that's that Haley, do you got a favorite thunder memory i've actually never been to thunder um, <laughs> i grew up in evansville and we would always come to louisville for fourth of july because that was around my birthday so we watched fourth of july fireworks which i've heard you know are just nothing in comparison to Thunder. Um, but I moved to Louisville. My husband and I moved to Louisville Thunder Weekend 2019. Oh, in the um, 2020. It was, and I was uh, like, why is Jeffersonville <laughs> like this? <laughs> like, I don't remember there being this much traffic when I was looking for apartments. And uh, it was Thunder Weekend. That was why. <laughs> Gosh, Haley's never been to Thunder. David's never been to Pegasus Prey. We got to fix One this. year, I swore I was going to do everything and then didn't do any of it. Um Marty, how about you? Yeah, I've only been in person once, and that was a, several years ago. Uh, right after we moved to a Louisville area, we were on the right on the riverfront, so we had a great view. Um, but the, you know, the crowds were even on that side of the river were, were large. And after that, we were like, "Hey, I think we're just going to watch it at home because we got a good view yeah. there." So that's what we've been doing ever since, uh, just to kind of avoid the crowds, especially now having two kids. It's yeah. If you Big don't like crowds, too. it's yeah. I, I don't really mind crowds, but that one, you know, I was just like, ah, I just want it's to a pain. Well. It's a, it's yeah. a lot. <laughs> so I can understand it. And it was tough to find, really tough to find parking, um, which sounds like an old man complaint, but <laughs> yeah. oh, it is yeah. something I mean, to factor in. It is. I mean, if you're going down there, you got to park really far away and walk. Um, and it's, I don't know, it's, it, if you're doing the just go to the lawn type thing, like I, I'm not doing that anymore. But I will go to a nice party or something like uh, next year when it's back in its its regular form, mm-hmm. probably back in its regular form. Um, we'll switch gears here. We'll talk about a little more about downtown. I just want to follow up on this real quick. It was a topic that we talked about last week. Uh, the quote unquote Odd Fellows Building, actually called Liberty Hall, but everyone calls it the Odd Fellows Building. Um, Marty pointed that out on last week's show, and I think it's uh, pretty funny. But uh, there was some action on the Odd Fellows building last night, and uh, that would that would be Thursday, March twenty fifth. Uh, there was some action on it. So what what happened there by the Metro Council? Yeah, so this first went to the Planning and Zoning Committee, and then it went to Fort Council this week to overturn the local landmark status for Liberty Hall. Mm-hmm. Um, there's been some preservation groups uh, fighting to save it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the vote was 
uh, fairly overwhelming in favor of overturning it. It was 20 to five. Yeah. So, uh, you know, they were able to build consensus on that. Uh, Ja'Cory Arthur and uh, Council President David James were the primary sponsors to get that overturned. We talked a little bit about the reasoning uh, yesterday. So, um, you know, it appears to clear the way if Omni, because Omni actually owns the property, if they want to demolish it, it would look to clear the way to do so. Yeah. Um, a lot it would of at least make said, it not a landmark. Yeah. A lot of the preservationists and, and even some of the council members last night said, you know, we have a problem if, if they demolish it with no plan, if you just tear it down and then a vacant lot sits there forever, uh, that they're not uh, interested in, in that happening. That, you know, if they'd like to see a definitive plan from Omni, uh, and they, of course, the preservationists said they'd like to see Omni redevelop it or, you know, as part of a larger development or as a standalone thing. Um, uh, Steve Wazer, one of the um, local architect and preservationists, he actually, um, throw the idea out there of turning it into affordable housing. So, um, yes. because that, there's a shortage of that here. Um, of course, Omni has apartments, but they're on the, what you call super luxury end. Yeah. So this will be providing an, how much uh, do they cost? Do you remember? Off uh, it, dep- it depends. It's like 3000 a month or something, I believe. Yeah. They, they go up. Um, yeah. there's several different tiers, but I think, you know, their penthouse was on the market for eight or 9,000, I think originally. Wow, so like, um, so I it provided that. a completely different prospect. Um, <laughs> obviously, that's affordable housing has not been talked about there. It's you know what Omni has said is in just general terms they like to build some kind of entertainment area or facility, but they haven't identified mm-hmm. what that would be or what that could look like. So some of the council that voted against it were saying you know we'd really like to see a plan from Omni before they tear it down. Um, so we'll see what happens. Omni said that they they released a statement and said they're you know basically indicated they're working on something and we have we eager to share it but we don't know what that will be yet so yeah uh and the uh the housing issue that is a real problem we won't go too deep into that on this show but it does sound like something we can talk about in the future um you know that is uh there is a shortage of that uh here in louisville and it's you know contributing to the homeless population we have here um, so we, we'll talk about that another day. You wanted to do a quick correction on something you said last week. I think you said, um, it's not a correction, more of a clarification, but it's you a clarification. Said, yeah. You said that this, uh, th- th- this kind of overturning the status, uh, it happens pretty rarely, but you, you wanted to just mention that, that it just happened yeah, before. Yeah. I basically said it was extremely rare. It's, uh, it's not as extremely rare as I realized. I think there's been four or five, uh, properties now counting, the odd fellows that have been overturned um, mm. after the landmarks commission had designated it. I don't have those handy, but yeah. it's a little bit more. Uh, um, I think still there's more that have, have stayed historic landmarks than have been overturned, but there was more than I'd indicated last week. So I wanted to clarify that uh, this week. Yeah. Yeah. And good to set the record straight on that. Um, let's see here. We'll switch gears. Haley. Uh, I was so happy this week when I heard you mention a speakeasy yeah. because I was like, Oh man, dumb nonsense is back. <laughs> speakeasy. Uh, <laughs> this one so, was sandwiches. <laughs> sandwiches. Uh, but anyway, that's like such a pre pandemic word for people to talk about speakeasies. So it's like, Oh good. There's some bar news happening. <laughs> So what's uh, what's up? This is a Nulu, right? Yeah, this is a Nulu. Um, it's actually been in the works since fall of 2019 and was, you know, delayed due to the pandemic. And mm-hmm. so uh, they're finally opening and it's uh, Gertrude, 
not Gertrude's, Gertie's Whiskey Bar um, and Torino's Sandwich Bar. Um, so there's like two joint concepts um, going in there. And the speakeasy is Gertie's, obviously. Um, and you can enter into Gertie's through the sandwich shop, which is going to operate as like an Italian deli place. Um, so it you sounds... You have pr- to know the password to get into it. <laughs> yes. I don't Salami. Think- <laughs> Um, I don't think you have to know the password. Um, they have a, another entrance um, from the outside that like there's a sign that says bar and you can just like walk in off the street. So you don't have to go through the sandwich shop. But, you know, what fun what fun is that? No, no, know? it's way more fun to sneak in through the sandwich. <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> the door should be made out of like bread and just open the bread up. And walk right it should be that you have to order a specific thing that's not on the menu. And that's how you get into Gertie's. Yeah. So. That would be very cool. I'll um, have the Gertie's special. But anyways, if you guys are wondering about the name, uh, I thought Gertie's was kind of old fashioned and uh, different. Mm-hmm. Um, it's actually named after Gertrude Lithgow. I don't know if I'm pronouncing her last name correctly, but she was like um, a prohibition era rum runner um, and bootlegger. <laughs> um, and, you know, she did it in a way that wasn't, um, you know, heinous. <laughs> Um, because when you hear about some of these prohibition era people, um, they're usually like pretty bad dudes. Um, but from what I've heard and what I've read about Gertrude is, um, you know, she was, uh, unique, (laughs) um, not just for being a woman, but you know, how she, how she, um, did her business back then. So, yeah, um, I love the name Gertie's that's, uh, does sound like a very, uh, like thirties kind of name. Yeah. Yep. Gertie from the thirties. (laughs) <laughs> yep. And so, uh, it's opening next week. If, uh, depending on when you're listening to this, it's probably already open. <laughs> um, and, uh, it is actually, um, a second location for Gertie's bar. It actually started in Nashville. Um, so the first Gertie's bar, um, started in the 404 kitchen in Nashville. If you guys are familiar with that concept and it kind of expanded out and it came to Louisville through, um, chef Matt Bolas, who is originally from Louisville, um, has bourbon in his blood, he says, and um, decided to bring the concept here. Yeah. Um, and has there, there hasn't been a lot of bar news over the last year. I mean, I guess there's been some, but it's mostly been restaurants during the pandemic, right? Yeah, for the most part. Um, it seems like bar news definitely subsided, but there's been a couple of bars um, pop up, like Gold Bar um, is new on Story Avenue. Um, we've got another bar called, um, Darlings that's going into the Highlands. Um, so there's definitely some new bars, but just like not the swath of bars that we're used to, or at least new bar openings. Yeah. And then, uh, on the brewery side of things, you were just writing about some new food offerings at, uh, at a local brewery too, right? Yeah. Uh, 1020 brewery, um, is a new butcher town establishment. It just opened in October. Um, you know, with their beer menu and they had always planned to add some permanent food options, um, because they didn't have any built in themselves. Um, so now they're adding three food concepts into the brewery, including, uh, Mazapai, um, happy belly bistro and, uh, gosh, now I'm black. It's black something grill. <laughs> I'm, I'm missing the middle name there. Um, but anyways, three concepts that are opening up in different capacities um, throughout this spring and summer at 1020 Brewery. Nice. Um, let's see here. I'm going to look that up and we'll come back to it and I'll mention what that is. But uh, the 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 other restaurant, I haven't tried Matsupai. That's um, 
that's pretty interesting that it's going in there. So Sounds yeah, good. it's their second location out of their um, flagship location. Oh um, yeah, actually, wait a minute. Is their flagship location in um, Anchorage? Yes, I actually have tried Mount Spy. It's pretty good. <laughs> it's Black Rock Grill. <laughs> Forgive me. Okay, uh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> any Black Rock Grill fans that that ran as a food truck concept and it's actually going to operate out of an airstream at the brewery, which I think is pretty cool. Hmm. Well, Gertie's is uh, next to Nulu Marketplace, right? Yeah. Yeah, which I'm a big fan of. Gone to uh, West Six a couple times and sat out there and had a couple couple brews. And mm-hmm. yeah, if you haven't checked out new new marketplaces, that's pretty. Cool. I think I just talked about this, but I haven't. Like, I really need to get out there yeah. to uh, um to that kind of thing. And now that like the weather's getting warmer again, mm-hmm. and I, um, you know, I feel like that's going to be a little more. It's going to be easier to get out there to those kind of places because you Absolutely. can sit outside and be safe and all that. Um, let's see here. I just, you know, that's pretty much all we had for the show. I did want to touch base, uh, on, uh, your NCAA brackets because man, we had a talk about Illinois a few weeks ago, or maybe it was last week and boy, we backed the wrong horse there, right? Haley? <laughs> yes, we did. It was, it's a, it's a shame. <laughs> that's for sure. Jason, did you have Illinois as well? Uh, yeah. Uh, I didn't have, have them winning it at all, but I, I think I had them in the final four. Yeah. Did, I had, I don't know why I did this, but I picked Texas. Oh <laughs> man. They lost in the opening round. I, I don't know why I did that. Like how oh, they're playing really well. <laughs> you know, they're doing awesome. You know, I auto pick my brackets and I just let one of the bracketologists fill it out. And I got to stop doing that because they're not as good as you think they would be. I'm looking at our standings. Hey, Me I'm too. ranked second. In yeah, the, I was going to say. Uh, I didn't even check. <laughs> Jason, you're still ahead of me. And oh, wow. Two, two of my final four. Uh, but if you look out. at the potential points, like there's no way I'm going to finish second in this league, especially with Illinois out of it. So, oh, yeah. um, see, it doesn't look like Marty's in this one. Uh, Haley, you're, you and Jason are, are fairly close there. Um, I'm hanging in there, but I doubt I'm going to hang in there long when you look at the max potential that I have to score. Uh, you I don't have one at all. I had Illinois oh, um, versus Gonzaga. Um, so I guess Gonzaga could still happen. So, um who are you but, guys rooting for now? <laughs> oh Loyola. <laughs> yeah, I I'm not sure. I guess Gonzaga. All right. I'm for I'm for Oral Roberts. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> full Cinderella story here. Yeah, that's <laughs> a good one. That's a good Cinderella. I was really into um what is it, Grand Canyon? university yeah. or uh, <laughs> their fan their fan section like pulled me in i'm like i am ready uh, to be a part of grand canyon um, so they were my second pick but they got out so now oral roberts mm. yeah <laughs> as, a, as an iu fan i cannot root for gonzaga because they would go no. undefeated and you know the 76 users as the last yeah undefeated only iu can, can have the undefeated season <laughs> and we right. prevented we prevented kentucky from getting their uh undefeated season with the watch shot if you guys remember that i do oh, remember yeah. that. highlight of remember my college experience <laughs> my college experience <laughs> that was terrific i'm glad marty just jumped back on the, the podcast i'm glad he missed that with marty I'm sorry i'm talking <laughs> shay came and i was talking to him so. okay no problem well like i'm a um I I'm I used to be a UK hater. I don't guess I am as much. Um, there for a while, UK fans were so rabidly hate, hating U of L that I just did the same thing. 
um, especially during the Patino years. Um, UK fans are still terrible to U of L, but for some reason I don't care anymore. <laughs> I've just moved on <laughs> with my life. So, uh, so I don't hate UK quite as much as I used to. So I don't, I don't relish when, uh, when they lose their perfect season as much now as I did back then. I, I'm sure I would have been, I, I think I was laughing it up when that happened, but, um, but anyway, uh, there you go. A little college basketball bitterness to end your show. <laughs> uh, before we go, we'll, uh, we'll go around the room and, uh, you guys can share your social media handles. Um, Haley, I'll start with you on this. Yeah. You can find me on Twitter at BF Lou Haley. I'm also on LinkedIn and all the other social medias. All right, Jason. Yeah, you can find me on Twitter uh, and Instagram at Scoot Thomas, and I'm on LinkedIn under my name, Jason Thomas. All right, Marty. Yeah, you can find me at Bill Marty on Twitter. Uh, that's the main place I'm at. I'm also on LinkedIn under my name. All right. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at dman3001. I'm also on LinkedIn under my name if you want to find me there. Um, if you like this podcast, you can find it on popular podcast services, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, and Radio Public. Thank you very much, Marty, Haley, and Jason. Thank you guys for listening to us at home, and we'll see you next time. Bye. See you.